right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Survive in advance, as we talked about last week, the 34-31 to victory over the Miami Dolphins. And here go the Buffalo Bills. On to the divisional round at home, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Highmark Stadium is definitely going to be the uh, just the place to be on Sunday afternoon, where I think all eyes uh, across the country look at this. You can call it a rematch if you want to, right? But from that Week 17 Monday night football game, that there was so much anticipation. Of course, things come into focus after the injury sustained to DeMar Hamlin and somewhat fitting that these two teams meet again in the playoffs. Quick reminder, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings brought to you by our friends at homage.com, the softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game. Just got some new items uh, yesterday in the mail. I got this throwback Montreal Expos hoodie. And it's, you know, I'm not much of a baseball guy anymore, but growing up, in the 80s, Topps baseball cards, kind of baseball was was everything to, to me. And I always loved those Expos teams with Andre Dawson and Tim Raines, Gary Carter growing up. And you don't really find a whole lot of Expos gear. So I love everything Buffalo Bills that I get from, from the guys at Homage. It's fantastic. But they definitely have some of those throwback items. I was looking at some of the Jackie Robinson pieces that they have as well. And I always encourage you guys to check it out. All the info in the show notes, you can see different discounts taking place. So go to the show notes, check it out. And thanks again to everybody from homage.com. And this week's show, you know, the, the Saturday morning recordings uh, I've been doing, and it's not normally my time slot, but sometimes I'm just kind of have some thoughts, moved a little bit to, to jump on the microphone and, and chat with you all a little bit. You know, as I said last week, uh, I'm certainly not ready for the season to end. That was certainly the case going into the game against the Dolphins and more so when you look at such a formidable opponent in the Bengals on Sunday. And uh, and for the Bills, right, they've kind of been been playing with fire. Of course, last week's game was much closer than anyone had really anticipated, certainly more closer than, than I would have liked it to be. Um, last Sunday, actually, when the Bills and Dolphins were playing was my birthday. I'm not a big birthday guy and you just look at things, but I'll, you know, you're getting all these text messages from folks like, you know, Hey, have a great birthday. Hopefully the bills crush them or hopefully the bills don't ruin your birthday or this and that. And it just became a hell of a lot more stressful than I needed it to be. Uh, But again, a good victory for the bills and ended up being a great day with the family. So a couple things I just had on my mind today to talk to you about, and really it starts with the injury report for both teams, because I think that is the storyline going into this game. You know, of course, so much conversation around DeMar Hamlin, so much conversation around the quote unquote, I guess you want to call it controversy of what happened with seating and who's playing where and every fan base in America feeling disrespected by these changes. But, but in reality, the two teams are playing. And I think the major storyline here comes to some of the injuries more notably for the Bengals than for the Bills. Right now, the Bills have two guys that are listed as questionable for Sunday, um, both defensive tackles, right? Daquan Jones and Jordan Phillips. Um, Phillips has been out for, for a couple of weeks now. He is listed as questionable. He was a limited participant all week in practice and have to feel that he is close to getting back on the field. 
of course, for him to have had the chance to play against his old team in the Dolphins last weekend. We know that that's something he probably wanted more than anything. But as he gets healthier, will Jordan Phillips be able to play some meaningful snaps on Sunday? Certainly for Jones, he's been uh, probably the unsung hero of the Bills' defensive line this year. And for him to be listed as questionable with a calf, something to monitor, him being limited in practice each day. I'm, as I'm kind of reading in between the lines on this, thinking a little bit more that this might just be someone that, uh, you know, kind of load management, I guess you could say, making sure that, all right, maybe a little bit of a calf tweak. Let's just be smart because he is so valuable to the Bills' defense. Let's make sure that he is good to go on Sunday. You know, when you talk about the defensive line, I'm always so curious what that rotation is going to be like. Sean McDermott does such a good job of rotating his players along with Leslie Frazier along that D-line, but are you going to see him kind of ratchet things up a little bit, as our friend Matt Perino would say, um, you know, with those stalwarts? Instead of seeing someone like Jones and Ed Oliver and Gregory Rousseau maybe play somewhere around 60% of the snaps, are those guys going to be up around 75 to 80% on Sunday, knowing how big this game is? And again, right, it's the playoff time. There's no, there's no next week to be saving yourself for. You kind of put everything on the line. So that will be interesting to see. The rest of the Bills injury report, pretty clean, right? Dane Jackson uh, came out of the game last weekend, has been a full participant on Thursday and Friday. He is good to go with the knee. Cam Lewis listed with a forearm, but he was a full participant each and every day this week. Isaiah McKenzie missed the game against the Dolphins with his hamstring. Again, a full participant each day this week. Looks like he is good to go. Certainly we'll be curious to see what takes place um, for the Bills at wide receiver, who is going to be active on Sunday. Uh, kind of a, a crowded wide receiver room now with Cole Beasley back. Isaiah McKenzie coming back from his injury, of course, still questions of will the Bills look to elevate uh, Jamison Crowder? What is his status? We'll wait and see until Sunday and uh, check out buffalorumblings.com just to see any updates that will be there. Um, Jordan Poyer, limited earlier in the week, a DNP vet rest on Thursday with the knee. He was a full participant on Friday, no questions there. Josh Allen still listed on the injury report with the right elbow, a full participant each day this week. Uh, and Stefan Diggs and Taiwan Jones got veteran rest days on Friday. So for the Bills, I mean, of course, you know, you don't want to say just like a, a clean injury report when you've still lost Micah Hyde for all these weeks and Von Miller out for the season. Um, but from this standpoint, it looks like Phillips and Jones should be good to go. And curious to see how the Bills look come Sunday. Now, as we go forward, let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals just a little bit. First on the list, Trey Flowers, um, cornerback, primarily plays on special teams. He was a limited participant on Friday. Uh, his game status is listed as doubtful, so I would certainly be surprised if he were to suit up on Sunday, um, play some limited snaps on defense, maybe about 15% uh, there, and you know, again, a valuable special teams contributor, so a chance that they will be without him. Coach Taylor already ruled out two valuable offensive linemen and guard Alex Kappa and Jonah Williams um, for the Bengals. And, you know, as you kind of go forward with this, you now have three offensive starters that are out for the Bengals on their offensive line. And I was reading an article um, from Ryan Talbot at NewYorkUpstate.com, and, and he, you know, kind of 
just shared some thoughts. I mean, many have been sharing it this week, but uh, I, I went to Ryan's article and, and really looking at it. So, you know, I mean, you've got Kappa, Williams, and Lyle Collins, three of the five starters this week all out. And they had this starting five on their offensive line set through the first 15 weeks of the season where that nobody missed a game, right? And that was certainly uh, a point of emphasis for the Bengals to improve off of last year's Super Bowl run because, you know, Joe Burrow was getting getting killed back there in the Super Bowl against the, the Rams. So much pressure. The offensive line underperformed, so they made different investments to to certainly get get better. Well, Collins, he tore his ACL and MCL and the Bengals' victory over the Patriots in Week 16. He is out for the season. Alex Kappa, he went on, he had a, a an ankle injury in the regular season finale against the Ravens, so he has really been referred to week to week, and he is, again, already ruled out for this game. And Jonah Williams, he suffered a dislocated kneecap against the Ravens last weekend during that wild card matchup. So when you talk about the passing game of the Bengals and their offense is so dangerous, right? You think of the weapons that they have in Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst. Like they, they've got guys that can can make plays. And Joe Burrow, who is a fantastic quarterback, can the Bills' defensive line cause enough havoc, create enough pressure. We know Burrow has a quick release. I think the quickest release in the NFL. But with that makeshift offensive line that the Bengals will have on Sunday, is it something that the Bills can do and wreck a little havoc? So we will see what happens. Honestly, this game can got, not get here soon enough. Um, I know there's been so much banter back and forth on social media and people just ready to go. I am certainly ready to go and looking forward to kickoff on Sunday. I'm going to take a break real quick. When we get back, I want to talk about our paying homage segment brought to you by our friends at homage.com. So hang tight real quick. We'll be right back. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino back with you. Now time for our paying homage segment brought to you by our friends at homage.com. Again, all the details in the show notes. But honestly, this week, no one else but Deion Dawkins uh, getting that tribute. And not for his play on the field, but certainly for his work off. It has been just such an interesting season as Dawkins has really became the face of the franchise next to Josh Allen um, in the community 
from everything that is taking place in, in Buffalo throughout this season, the murders that took place at Tops, him being at the forthright in the community, helping with that help healing, helping to just be that face of voice of reason for a fan base, for a community. Uh, Deion Dawkins has certainly been that guy. The Buffalo Bills recipient for the Walter Payton Man of the Year and kind of the accolades really continued for him as he was the inaugural winner of the Kent Hall Stand-Up Guy Award from the Buffalo chapter of the Pro Football Writers Association. And there was a uh, a kind of a press event that took place on Friday with members of the media talking about Kent Hall, why this award is named after him, what a stand-up player he was for those fantastic Buffalo Bills teams from the late 80s, early 90s, and just what he meant to the community and how Deion Dawkins really embodies that for the Buffalo Bills and for this team. Now, when you look at all of this, right, and you see from so many members of the media just really chiming in, right, with with this as we talk about who he is, um, Mark Gaughan from the Buffalo News, you've seen comments from him online, um, of course, from Jay Skursky, Elena Getzenberg, Matt Perino, Catherine Fitzgerald, John Scott. I mean, the, the list goes on and on of just everyone looking at things and saying, Deion Dawkins, so deserving of this kind of for his uh, availability of what he he does and in, in being accountable and speaking with the media. And again, providing that insight for fans, um, really, as you just look at all of this, was just fantastic to see all the outpouring on social media for Deion Dawkins. As a fan, you can look at him and think, oh, this is a fun-loving guy that means so much to the program to the Buffalo Bills and to the community uh, and to hear members of the media that, I mean, listen, we all know this with different celebrities, professional athletes sometimes, hey, they might put on one face for the cameras and then behind the scenes, they might be something else or they might look like something when, hey, I'm having fun and I'm with my teammates and another when, you know, I'm working with the media uh, to see just kind of the, the resounding love for him coming again from the Buffalo chapter, I think is just a great thing to see. So, I mean, congratulations to Deion Dawkins. Uh, I know when we talk about players, it's someone that you just hold in high regard. And he uh, truly does, does a great job in representing the city of Buffalo and the franchise. And it's great to see. So when we were talking about the paying homage segment for this week, that was the guy that stood out to me. And I hope that all of you uh, agree. So listen, we are a Every minute, we're getting closer to kickoff. I just uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully, the Buffalo Bills get the victory on Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. I anticipate this being a fantastic game. Uh, I hope it is. I hope that you think so as well. Thank you guys for subscribing to buffalorumblings.com and all of our podcasts. Over 4.2 million downloads in 2022. That's pretty incredible when you think about the great work that the team does here and just appreciate all of you for tuning in each and every day as we bring new content to you. So 4.2 million, that just kind of blows my mind. And thank you for being a part of this with us. I'll be back with you next week. Enjoy the game, everybody. And as always, go Bills.